0: My name's Matthew Greentree. I'm the Managing Director of Ausgold. Our project's focused in Western Australia. It's a 2.1 million ounce gold project and uh, we're getting down to business and turning that into a mine. Getting down to business, that sounds good. Yeah. Most people just like to come and talk. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> hey, like, so you're, you're on the road now, right? You, Absolutely. You're, you're,
1: lots of meetings, lots of roadshows. Um, what are you trying to get out of it over here?
0: Look, um, I, I guess we're coming out of COVID lockdown period, particularly in Western Australia, it's been yeah, very, very difficult right to travel. Um, I'm trying to put a face to a project. We've made a few very large uh, leaps with the project development over the last year, particularly. Um, and now I'm trying to tell people what we're doing and what this is going to look like.
1: Right. Okay. You, you Feasibility stage, um, give people some of the numbers around
0: that so you get a sense yeah. of what you're about. So last year was a big year for us. Uh, well, over the last year, um, May this year, we put out our... I updated resource, we added 960,000 ounces to it, mm-hmm. uh, it's now 2.16 million ounces. Uh, we followed up in August with a, a pre-feasibility study and released our maiden ore reserve, which gives us 1.28 million ounces in ore reserve. It's an 11-year life of mine, producing 100,000 ounces. It's now the biggest undeveloped open-cut project in Western Australia. And you took the first, first
1: six years, really front-loading that uh, production as well. That's right.
0: So there's, there's a few things that we could do with the scheduling there. Um, this could be a lot, much larger mine, but what we opted for is to make more money, uh, particularly early on. And what that done has done is given us a really short payback period of 18 months. Yes, yeah, so I,
1: yeah, I saw that. See, mm. I, I find this sound very, very interesting. And, and you talk about lockdowns sort of, Everyone's had a lot of time to think about the projects. <laughs> That's right. You know, um, where different different companies are coming up with different strategies to kind of get them through the choppy waters, depending on where they're at. You happen to have quite a big um, reserve and, and resource. Um, get, front loading it is interesting. Get the cash out. But why? Why is it because there's more exploration upside to this thing, or is well, it? An we think so. t-
0: Yeah, we think so. Right. Um, when we when we really decided on the the plant design. the the main criteria was we we had a sizeable resource and the 3 million tonne per annum at the grade gives us 100,000 ounces. When we started scheduling it, we found that there's a couple of periods in there where if we could accelerate the grade through those, um, the grade in the first two years, for instance, is over 1.7 grams per tonne from a head grade of life of mine of about uh, 1.25. So that's, that's a big jump up. You're pouring more gold bars, you're making more money, in that period, you want to pay down your debt and just get on with business, right? And we do see opportunities for growth, and, and that's part of the strategy here. Well, I think all companies need a
1: growth component to this story. If shareholders are to continue to be interested, for sure. Um, let, let's talk about the, the study phase. Okay, mm. again, difficult market, inflation environment, supply chain issues causing all sorts of strife when it comes to capex and, and, and forecasting capex. Right? Sure. Um, some companies are slightly nervous about putting out economic studies at the moment because it, the numbers are changing from PEA to PFS and PFS sure. to feasibility study. For you, are you kind of conscious of timing that right?
0: Yeah, that, that's an important point. Um, I think we probably picked part, partly the top of the market when we were yeah. costing this out. And I know a lot of the analysts were quite interested in what we were going to come out with because it was hard for them to gauge where the market was at. But we got some very competent engineers into the into the project. Who go and a lot of experience brought in there with recent builds, so we actually have a pretty good handle on what things cost.
1: Right, and and given this is sort of the lower end of the of the grade spectrum. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that, but the lower end, you've got to be quite efficient with the you know allocation of capital and the and the engineering there. You are open pit. It helps, but just can you give us a sense of the numbers the, in terms of the economics?
0: Uh, well, there's a couple of things that we have wins on. You say it's lower grade, but the first couple of years, first six years it's not really. Okay, what are, what are you averaging? Uh it's one point five grams over those first six okay. years. So it's a it's a pretty solid operation. In the first couple of years, it's closer to two grams. Okay. That, that's a pretty pretty good set of numbers. Um What are your margins? In in terms of well, what are per ton or <laughs> uh, so. sort we were sort of making over a hundred million per annum on Free cash flow. Yeah. So so, on. so across across the project, I think it was five hundred and thirty-five million. Yeah. Okay. So there's a reasonable amount of free cash flow there. Um, we've also got some tax credits which help.
1: Really, how's, yeah. that, how's that work in, uh, uh, in, in Australia?
0: Is the expiration expenditure um, yeah. gets offset, so you get thirty percent of your money back. Right. Okay. So you clearly scale
1: is good. Yes. You will continue to grow that. That's right. Continually allocate capital. But first things first is is what? Get the definitive feasibility study out of the way, or, or will you do exploration yeah, well, alongside? Well, we can walk and shoot gum here. Good lad. <laughs> We've got two teams. Um, well, so, tell, actually, yeah. tell everyone. I obviously recognize Richard Lockwood, but you, 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 tell us about you and, and the and yeah. team.
0: So, so I'm a geologist by training. So obviously, I've got a to bent towards making sure we get the geology right. Yep. There's been a few projects go sideways because of that. We're not going to be one of them. Um, we also have, you know, some good experience, as you alluded to on the board. Richard Lockwood has got decades of experience yeah. in financing these sort yeah. of minerals projects. Uh, we've also got Jeff Jones, who's the managing director of geoengineering. Engineering, mm-hmm. obviously brings that development and, and mm-hmm. uh, process engineering capability to the board. So we've got some pretty good people there that really, like- really show what's going on. And underneath us, you know, I've got a very good, competent uh, studies team. Mm-hmm. Uh, And a very competent exploration team, and that's how we've been able to deliver the ounces we've had. You know, we we found 960,000 ounces in the last year or so. We did that at $11 a resource ounce. That's pretty efficient use of capital.
1: That is efficient use of capital. So, where where are you with the money at the moment? We're about
0: $8 million. $8 million. Okay, and that's allocated to what? Uh, so there'll be a portion to, to continuing exploration. Yeah. Uh, and, and then then there's the about study. 4 million to studies. So, all oh, right, so do we have 4 million and the timing on that? Uh, so I expect to see definitive studies out in the third quarter next year. Okay, okay. So we're, we're getting, getting down to business with that as well. We're making sure that keeps moving alongside the exploration. We know mm-hmm. from the study we've already completed, there is a mine here ready to be developed. Mm-hmm. The exploration upside is... Potential scalability and also just longevity.
1: Right. Okay. And with regards to and give a sense of um, from the from PFS, what what Mm. was the kind of CapEx number? It was two hundred twenty-five million. So it's not that's not too bad. It's not too bad at all. Right. Given that uh, you'll probably split that sixty forty, usual thing. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And there's (laughs) cash, cash coming in the door from. From an early stage in the in the mining.
1: Right and tell us a, bit, a little bit about the share uh, register, register like you, you, have we got a lot of institutional or is it Oh, uh, Yeah we so, do, uh, yeah. Well,
0: it's like all, all companies they've become more institutional as you advance yeah. the project. Um, we've been really lucky to get Dundee Goodman in, Yeah, um, they've followed their money across a couple of capital raises right, uh, and now hold 13.5% um, and we've also got uh, Jupiter Asset Management hold six yeah. percent, so they just came in recently. Okay, uh, there's a number of smaller funds that sit there, sort of one, two percent. So we'd expect those to, as a project, the project gets de-risked, to increase their position. And what about you, boys, the management team? Um, the the board hold twelve percent. Okay, so, so it's nice a pretty chunk. big chunk, yeah. Okay. So, so the, really, the top seventy uh, percent doesn't really move of the total register. It's a pretty solid. Solid right. register, and you know that can be attributed to some good brokerage, but also Richard's connections.
1: Right. Okay. But you, mm. you need a
0: bit, you need a bit of retail get that liquidity. Of course. Uh, going. Oh, there. We've got so a few shares on issue, so I guess that takes care of that. Yeah.
1: Um, so okay, we kind of get a sense of you know what you're in control of. Obviously, it's been a sort of tricky market for gold recently, price price wise. Well, yeah. But Aussie actually not as bad as North America. Actually, funny enough.
0: Well, it's the you Aussie think? dollar. Yeah, it's really kind of helped a lot, I think. It has. Um, but look, the cost pressures on, on the producers have been there, so that's been recognised. Mm. And I, th- I think that is coming out in sort of in the market in the sense that people have been a little bit risk-off yeah. Just waiting to see what happens in each of the quarterlies with some of the producers. And obviously that filters down to the developers and, the, and explorers.
1: Right. Now you've been doing this for a show, you've been meeting lots of new investors mm-hmm. as well. What are the concerns for them? Again, it's just in the context and the backdrop of this kind of precious metal market being yeah. off, right? It's been off, risk off, et cetera. Lots of Gold stories out there, lots right. of optionality for investors as to where they place their, their money. What are you, you pitching yourself as being yeah. in terms of being better well, than
0: there? Also, Gold gold's a pretty interesting story in that mm. sense. Very safe jurisdiction, right. very safe. We know we can build mines in Western Australia. Um, yeah. This project is now the largest undeveloped Gold mine, Open cut Gold mine in Western Australia. So okay. that's garnering a lot of interest because of that. Yeah. Um, there's projects like De Grey, but that's a much larger yeah. enterprise. It's a different, I guess, league in the sense that it's well, went different quick, metallurgy. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. this project is definitely a mid-tier project. Um, the 100,000 ounce production profile is very, very attractive to, to investors and companies alike. Mm. There's, there's a lot of optionality around that. Um, and I guess other things that we see that are fairly unique with this katanning project is that it's in the wheat belt. So it's not a remote project. Mm-hmm. And where the advantages come from that is good road transport, access to grid power. Uh, there's three towns within 30 kilometres, so they're actually not too close, so mm-hmm. they interfere with the operations. But yeah. they provide an option for accommodation um, and, and, and also across. attracting good yeah. workforce. Now that's something that's really been an issue in Western Australia. I have been hearing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, not, not just in terms of the, the fly in, fly out stuff, but actually yeah. I think people are being with to move across states. It's insane. Well, well, that's right. It's been three years that it's been yeah. disrupted, so we haven't been able to bring in people from overseas or, or even from Sydney or, yeah. or Melbourne or wherever else. It, it's now been realised in, in, in the job numbers and the availability yeah. of people to do the work. I kind of expected Western Australia sort of drifting offshore Away
1: from the rest. probably thought about that. You know? I think so. I saw the trench. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, okay. Well, it, like it's, it sounds like you've got something quite unique there and it's been quite close. So you get, again, give us a sense of, of, of timing all of this because you're going to have to. Once the DFS is out, Q3. Well, you'll have know, had conversations around funding well before then. Sure. Term sheets on the on the ready. Certainly at mm-hmm. that that sort of context. Yeah. You know, um, I, I think it'll be interesting to see what the pricing of that money. At the end of the next year, if inflation sure. does continue to drop off as it seems to be doing. We're getting good signs at the moment.
0: Yeah, I think, I think you know, there was a bit of a shock to the market over yeah. the last probably 6 months or so. Mm. That's been reflected in the Gold price and I guess mm. the interest in, in the sector. Uh, financing probably wasn't as easy as it was a couple of years ago, yeah. for sure. Uh, but I think the lack of quality projects may make this somewhat easier.
1: I I speak to a lot of got the gold producers right now and they yeah. can like, I tell you 15 sixteen, fifteen, seventeen hundred. I'm fine. There's no problem. I can mm. make money good projects, not marginal projects. Good projects sure. can make money at, at, at that. Clearly, it'd be nicer if it was higher. There's an expectation that, that mm. it, it should go higher. There's an
0: expectation that inflation will pop off, yeah. fuel prices will well, come well, down. Well we had a big spike in the in the gold industry, was what, around 20 201? Yeah, I remember 2009 2011. Yeah. And at that time the Australian dollar was at parity or higher than the, the US yeah. dollar. So the effect of gold price in Australian dollars was about 2000 mm. It's closer to 2600 at the moment yeah. in Australian dollars. So we're actually a lot bigger than that. I guess the, the the bullish market that we had at that time. yeah, But it's not been reflected in, in the equities.
1: Yeah, no, but what I'm just trying to work out is mm. and get a sense of what's coming down the line. Because again, the last of 9 months, 12, 12 9 months, mm. have been a case of Costs have been rising; they continue to yeah. squeeze up from the bottom in terms of cost. Gold continued to fall, projects became marginal uh, you know marginal projects became terminal mm. um, with with you I think that you've feeding timings everything so sure. you've got kind of're feeding into a market where perhaps costs will come off and maybe gold should look, should
0: look I think when we costed better. out the project we' were quite aware that we're at peak peak costings so mm. we we looked at more longer term averages. With, with some escalation in there, mm. uh, and built fat around that to make sure that we weren't deceiving ourselves. Right. For instance, when we did our costings in our cash flow model, we used three hundred dollars off swap price. Yeah. So we're well down from the spot. Yeah. Uh, you know, our pitch shells are done at eighteen seventy five Australian okay. dollars rather than the twenty six that yeah. was trading it. Uh, so it gives you that optionality that we're not not cutting the margins too tightly. And what you see is. With the more recently developed mines, I often perform better than some of the older projects, which you know mm. doing cutback after cutback mm. because they can. You start your costs start to go up. Well, we've seen we we companies
1: under mm-hmm. pressure to take a few shortcuts and also be quite mm. cute with the reporting in terms of you know cut off grades, for instance, not not just like price of gold used but things yeah. like cut off grades, recovery rates, and it's not is kind of you know, ask, asking for problems down the line. And, yeah. the, and, and, the, and the difference between studies are huge as a result as yeah. you, know, so you get a bit more
0: firm. We took a sort of opposite view on that. We forced a 0.6 cutoff grade. Now our economics tells 0.4 is the right cutoff grade. Mm. But when we looked at our cash flow model, we made a lot more money by pushing the high grade through, mm. not mining the lower grades, or if it's included, we park it on a salt pile. Yeah, and in due course that will be processed. Of course. So, so
1: what's interesting in that, and say, like, say, you know, some again, some companies ask asking for problems because they've mm. gone high grading like crazy at sure. the beginning, and then later on you can blend away. But if you're blending low grade with low grade, yeah. you're going to get low grade, right? So how, how are you managing that?
0: Well, there's a couple of ways to do that. As an investor, if you paid off the project, the tail of the project is your profit. Yeah, we've got six years of that. Okay, possibly seven. Um, We've got a longer tail there that pushes out to 11 years. We're still making money in that period. Mm. And then we make decisions about, do we go higher throughputs and increase the, the capacity to yeah. pull more gold bars from lower grades? Yeah. Or as we're doing we're making sure we keep the drill bits turning, because right. we know we've got some really excellent exploration properties that yeah. are not ready for, for mining, but they've got all the all signs of something that could be added during those periods where, where the grade's declining from your main operation. Yep. The other yep. thing we're looking at is the underground potential. Now, we know we've got some very, very high grades yep. in this deposit. Like but, what? Um, some of my favourites, 26 at 6.6. Uh, that's our Jinka South load. Yep. Um, there's a number of high-grade zones there. If you, if you go through our, our deck, you can see what we're yep. doing underneath our current open pits. Um, the, the highest grades we've seen here are sort of over a hundred gram meters, so that we're seeing that value there. Now we yeah. just need to put some drilling deeper into the project because most of the drill holes have stopped in that first two or three hundred meters. Right. Okay. So, and so, how far have you gone down to date in terms of testing? So we've drilled. Our deepest hole was drilled uh, about three or four months ago, and that's five hundred fifty meters okay. vertically. Still mineralized. Yeah. So it's still mineralized there. Wow. Um, that's within the 800 meter gap in our resource. So there's opportunities to fill this out. Now, this is an open cut operation, but having mm. some high grade material there in in an underground, ready to go when you need it, is, is of great value to the project.
1: Well, good luck with that next year. So how much did you say
0: on, on exploration? Uh, so, so we've got about two and a half million. Two and a half million for that. Yeah, but we've done some smart things too, right? Um, like remembering it costs us 11 bucks a resource ounce yeah, to deliver super. great numbers, but we've also been able to go to the state government. There's a co-funding scheme, so some of those okay. deeper holes we're talking about for the underground yeah. are going to be half paid for by the West Australian state government, so, okay. so that's great. <laughs> yeah, so you can drill two holes instead of one. That's not too bad. Yeah, that's great, isn't
1: it? Is, and why is that? Why?
0: why? Uh, they want to see development. You've you got to remember West Australia is pro-mining, pro-development, yeah, yeah. yeah. and by encouraging companies to take more exploration risks rather than just sinking it into yeah. tight resource development. So th- this money is always for more risky propositions, but on a good technical basis. Mm. Okay. They'll, they'll give you the money to do it. So well, sounds we're like protecting that. our investors by doing that that's, somewhat. That's a
1: really nice number. Yeah. I mean, I obviously won't be a fake. All of your drilling, but for, no, for, no. for the ones that qualify fifty percent. But I think about, over
0: the year it's it's sort of equating to uh, I think probably close to a million dollars worth of drilling. Okay, so forty percent on
1: top of your okay, yeah. that's not too shabby. That's okay. no, not too shabby. We'll take that. So there'll be some good news flow from you next
0: year. Yeah. Stay absolutely. in touch. Let's know how you get
1: on, because that sounds like a really interesting project.
0: Absolutely. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you.